Welcome to this week's Bet McLean Football Show. And since we last spoke, Coleraine are the Bet McLean League Cup champions. Linfield right high at the top of the Danske Bank Premiership and it's Irish Cup weekend, which we will focus on on our show today. In the company of Adam Leckie from Ballymena and Navid Naziri from Glentoran. Before we get on to football matters uh, this week, it's been a very sad week off the pitch. It certainly has, Pete. We lost two exceptional men with Northern Ireland football. Of course, it was Harry Gregg who passed away earlier this month. Harry Gregg, an iconic, legendary figure, um, larger-than-life character. I met him, interviewed him, talked to him numerous times over the years, and um, his death was felt all around the world, um, 87 years of age, and what an incredible man. The hero of the Munich Air tragedy, of course, but Harry just wanted to talk football, and he was a great football man and a great goalkeeper as well. Voted the best goalkeeper in the 1958 World Cup Finals and uh, a true star for Manchester United, and just an all-round diamond personality. Tough as you like, but he had tenderness in his heart as well and um, was a big family man too and um, I'd like to pass on my condolences to the family and I'm sure you would as well. Absolutely. Also this week as we sit here at the National Football Stadium at Windsor Park uh, the Irish Football Association has lost Craig Stanfield who was the uh, operations manager here at the association. Um, I personally worked alongside Craig for the last five years or so in my role as match announcer at the Northern Ireland Games. Um, Craig was just an absolute gentleman, very well thought of across uh, the whole football community right across Northern Ireland. And in his role here, I can tell you this, he did it with a smile, he was meticulous, he was great fun um, and just an all-round good guy. And uh, yeah, I'd just like to pass on our sympathies to his family and everyone at the Irish Football Association. So great to be back. Bigo, always great to see you. Um, Navid and Adam, you're very welcome to the show. Um, it's Sadler Peaky Blinder, Irish Cup quarterfinal this weekend. You both must be very excited. We're going to get through our score predictions and all that later on, but I love the cup. Your thoughts on it? Uh, it's a phenomenal competition, and the quarterfinals are superb this season. You know, you've got so many cracking lineups, and Glentorn against Crusaders, what a belt and cup tie that is. And Balna Mallard, a hosting Balamina side, and it's winner bus for Balamina. I have to say it. We'll get on to, to speak to Adam about that. Larne against Coleraine, another tasty tie. And Dungannon hosting Cliftonville, who are on a bit of a dodgy run at the moment. So four brilliant ties, Pete. It's going to be a cracking weekend. Adam, I suppose it's all or nothing, as Biko says, for you guys um, in the Cup. I mean, this season compared to last season for you boys has, has been night and day. Can you put that purely down to just injuries? Uh, yeah, it's been major disappointing and frustrating, I'd say, um, Well, whenever you're comparing it to last year. Um, we touched on injuries there. Like, I do think it's played its part. Um, if you look through our squad, you know, we've been missing key players throughout the season. You know, it's sort of like when we get one back and another one goes out. So... I think that has played its part and then that's fed into, you know, not being able to pick a consistent team each week and then boys losing form because of that. And it's, I think it's all sort of um, added together to sort of put us where we are. But um, yeah, it's been it's been disappointing, as I say, but um, as Biko touched on, you know, this, this Saturday is probably make or break for us because 
Um, I suppose at the start of the season, the, the goal was to you know try and get European football, and now that's not going to happen in the league. So the Irish Cup's the, the only avenue for that. Can I ask you about the mentality of, of David Sheffrey and Brian McLaughlin and, and what it's been like around the club? Because those guys are winners, and I would imagine. I'm sure you're frustrated, but I imagine they're very frustrated. Yeah, no, it's it's such a strange one because it, it's not much different than it was last year. Although it was going the results-wise, it was going so much better. But in terms of training and, and the mood in the camp, like the players are still still knocking their pan on in training and 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 the games as well. We just obviously haven't been performing at the level, but I just think that the effort's still been there. Um, so it's a really really strange one. But as you're saying, yeah, like. David and Brian probably haven't been used to uh, such a long spell where it's you know hasn't been going for us because they're so used to success and it's probably new for them and, and new for a lot of the players but it's 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 just been yeah strange because as I was saying we're not really doing much different in training the lads are putting it in and stuff I and mean, just I don't know just between between as I was saying you know loss of form and that bit of luck when you're down there we had it last year when we we're on that winning streak you, you just things fell for you and you know you, um, you always thought you're going to win the game whereas you know when you're down there on a losing streak it's the exact opposite things don't go for you and you know you're going a goal down in games and you can just see the confidence drain out of players whereas as I was saying it was the opposite last year but it's just about trying to I think grind out a few results now and, and then hopefully the confidence comes back into the players with that. I'm sure you're excited for Saturday and we're going to get on to just your thoughts on the game but on a personal basis I mean I'm not going to ask you about playing at another football club but there's a lot of speculation around you leaving Ballymena in January um, and you know different price tags being thrown around I mean on a personal level that make you feel good? Make you feel loved? Uh, well I don't know about that I suppose it's flattering I suppose um, but yeah it was it's surreal to be honest um, I think just the way the whole thing played out, obviously, and in the papers and the public eye, it was, yeah, it was a strange time. I remember just sitting in work and and the phone just nearly literally started smoking because texts were coming through. Obviously, when the, the news came out, and like you're sitting thinking, what's going on here? So it was. I'll be, be lying if I said it wasn't unsettling. Um, and to be honest, I was nearly glad to see the the January window shut because it means I can just get back now to focusing on football. So yeah, it was a strange time, but um, as I was saying, I'm glad now just to get back back playing and hopefully doing my thing on the pitch. Just to put this in context, this is the £60,000 bid from Glentoran that we're talking about, that the Glens obviously came in for Adam. They also came in at the same time for Joe Gormley, another £60,000 bid, and, um, but they, they also signed a whole host of, of really high-class strikers from around the Irish League. So um, I've got to ask you, Adam, you know, whenever Glentoran come in for you, what are you thinking? You know, because Big Davy Jeffrey sees you as such a key component of his side. You've been brilliant for Balamina, um, but the Glens, they are a side on the up and up right now. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. I think you can see with how they've went this year and the signings they've made. Um, yeah, as a player, you know, it's a lot of it's out of your hands. So it's, you know, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's what's best for Balamina and what's best for David Jeffrey. And that's, you know, I think that's what it's came down to. But yeah, as I was saying, there's not much, there's not much you can do as a player. And, you know, I'm not someone that's going to throw the toys out of the pram and that. And, you know, I love it about Balamina. So as far as I'm concerned, it's just a matter of, you know, getting back on the pitch and just, yeah, doing what I do best and trying to help the team. And hopefully that takes me wherever, wherever it's going to take. Navid, good to see you. Last good time you. last time you were here with us, you'd only recently moved. So um, you've been settling in well. You've been banging in the goals and um, you're a fundamental part of the success at Glen Torn this season. How have you found it yourself? Yeah, it's good. Obviously, you know, when we came, um, I'd said, you know, the, the personal goals and, and the team goals that we wanted to get as high as we can in the league. And I think um, we're on course. Um, we've actually probably surpassed what we've set out to achieve at the start of the season. 
Um, and now it's just be competitive, be as high as we can, and uh, we'll see where, where we end up with that. So You've had a rugby couple of weeks because it was all going so well, and you had the big Boxing Day win, uh, top of the table, um, Linfield back on their perch now. Um, but there's so much to play for, for in the Cup. From your perspective, from the, the team's perspective, is it Linfield's title now? No, definitely not. I think, you know, until, until the fat lady sings, it's not over. So, um, especially, you know, in the league side of things, uh, after that split, everyone can take points off each other. We've even got to play Linfield before the split anyway. Um, so there's six points in itself. Um, um, game on. So it's game on, you know, in my eyes. But, um, yeah, we've obviously made it difficult with ourselves the last few results. Um, before that, we'd gone, like, I think it was 16 or 15 games unbeaten. Um, but... I know it always happens where you're going to go through good spells and and uh, and bad spells, I guess. And it's not even such as we're not really going through a bad stage. You know, I think we've lost uh, two games at the overall season. Um, one of them happens to be against Coleraine on the on the day. It was you know the conditions were very very poor, and they've ended up scoring from a corner. It could have gone either way. Um, but you know we just focus on the cup now this weekend, and, and we take each game as it comes. Can I ask you? Um, are you on penalties this weekend? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, We'll have to see about that. Um, we had a discussion, in, you know, in the club, and we'll, we'll see what happens with that one. What was your mindset on that day? Because you were having a brilliant game. You've scored twice. You're looking as if you're going to be the match winner, and then the spot kick comes up. Yeah. Um, uh, you wanted it, obviously. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, obviously, our, our penalty taker at the club is Hervoy, who's you know he's out injured at the moment. So, um, just you know, it wasn't even the fact that I was on a hat trick. I think you know, I just took responsibility of it, um, taking. Uh, Know, nine, ten penalties before in my career, and it just happened that the two I've taken for Glentora, and I actually missed one in the cup against Portadown as well in the penalty shootout. Um, that I've missed both, and I think all you can ask for as a player is to hit it on target, and I put it right in the corner. The keeper's dived early. I've watched it back, and um, he's actually come off his line slightly. But you know, it's one of those things where anyone can miss penalties, and you just have to take it on the chin. Now, I've give me a man who will step up every day of the week, as opposed to someone who will shy away. So yeah. fair play to you for stepping up. Thank you. Um, Bigo made reference to a lot of new signings. The one thing that the Mick and the, the team at the Oval have done this season is fuse the, the players together in terms of the team. And in such a short space of time, in terms of the performances have been amazing. Now you throw another load of players into the mix in January. Has that been unsettling in any way? No, I don't think it's unsettling. Maybe it takes a little bit of time to, to come together. Um, unsettling, I wouldn't Probably it's not the right word to use. I think maybe a little bit of time um, just for lads to build that cohesion on and off the pitch. Um, probably more so off the, on the pitch so that, you know, we can actually, you know, I've worked in dressing rooms before where lads don't get on off the pitch, but on the pitch they're absolutely class together. So um, I think, you know, it takes a bit of time for that. And, you know, we're starting to, I think, you know, the performance on Saturday, regardless of, you know, the result with a 2-2 draw, I think we played a lot better than we have in, you know, the, the, the games before that. And for both of you, obviously you'll be putting your, your sights on getting here for the final. Um, you've got quarterfinals to get through. Let's just go back to the last round of the, of the Saddler Peaky Blinder Irish Cup. Um, and uh, for you guys, it was Queen's and it was, uh, I mean, they made it really difficult for the Blues, as we saw. They made it difficult for the Glens as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was honestly a really um, tough game. I think the first like five, ten minutes we came out like house on fire and we thought it was just going to be a run. A run over, but um, turned out you know they they got a bit between their teeth and they made it difficult for us. And thankfully on the day, Robbie Robbie turned up and and got a few goals for us. So whenever you're in that position and it, it, it is perceived as a, as a weaker opponent because of the league status, 
mentally, how, how difficult is it to, to, to approach a game of that nature? And whenever it's not going particularly well? I think the players' responsibility is to not switch off and, and make sure you're on and you do the things properly, um, play quickly, all just the stuff that you do on, on, a, on a day-to-day basis in training and then um, in the league, you've just got to do the same thing and apply yourself um, as such because otherwise it will be a difficult day as it was and hopefully the lads will learn from that in the future. You mentioned Robbie McDade. What a class player he is now, isn't he? Yeah, you know, the energy that the kid has um, on and off the pitch again is, is, is top class. And obviously we've got a little bit of a partnership and on the pitch as well, which is nice to have. And he's, yeah, he's a class lad and obviously he's helping us um, do the business. Adam, we go back to, to the last round for Balamina and it was one point. And take us through your <laughs> thoughts um, on that particular day. Uh, yeah, it was a tough, tough match, as it always is down there. Anytime I've played down there, it's, it's a horrible place to go. Um, Biggest fighting the words back here. <laughs> he's, wait, he's waiting for his... I was, I was there. Um, well, you've probably seen, like, it's, it wasn't one for the, for the neutrals. It wasn't pretty, but it was just a matter of, like, rolling up the sleeves and, and finding a way that day. And I think a bit of quality in the last, at, at the last five minutes that seen Andy McGrory slot us through to, to put us into the half finish round. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those days of really getting stuck in and, and uh, I suppose uh, trying to just find a way of getting through, which we were able to do. And then obviously whatever ensued at the end there happened. So it was, it was a crazy game, to be honest. I've never, I've never seen anything like it at the end. Uh, it, will, it will go down in history. Uh, the game will go down in history, probably not for what was happening on the pitch. That is true. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Um, uh, it was funny, you know, the game itself, I thought Balamina's attitude was top class really was, and they're going to need that at Ballon Mallard again. I thought they went into that game really wanting it, showing a lot of desire, Pete, and they came out, in my opinion, deserved winners. But of course, the match will always be remembered for Mark Byrne, the Warren Point goalkeeper, getting involved with a, a crazy fracas with the Ballymena fans. Um, uh, the IFA have made their decisions now, and um, uh, Byrne obviously won't play again this season. I just hope that the Ballamina match and all the Irish Cup matches, we're talking about the football because um, that was a crazy day to report um, on and um, a, it went on for a, a few weeks after that obviously as well. Um, we're going to get into match predictions and, and go through um, and preview the games in a second. But just on cup football, I mean, as a football fan, I love the Irish Cup. I really, really do. I know in England, with regards to the FA Cup, a lot of people say that the shine has gone away from it. Not here. I'll tell you what, Pete, you see the Irish Cup this season? It's the most important Irish Cup in my memory. I'll tell you why. Because with the league, there are only two spots available for Europe. So there's only three Irish league teams going to be in Europe next season, and one of them will come from the winners of the Irish Cup. And I know that always happens, but there's bigger pressure on this season because there's less places um, from the league to go into Europe. So this is monumental for all the teams. Think of the budgets, think of the, the squad members that they will want to bring in in the summer, and Europe will dictate a lot of that. So this is huge. And also, it's a glorious day out. Windsor Park, um, it'll be a fantastic afternoon. And you've got a cup to, to lift at the end of it. Um, these two guys would love to do that. I am certain about that. Your thoughts personally just on, on cup football? Yeah, you know, since I've been in the atmosphere with the Irish Cup, has been, it's been spot on. Um, you can compare it, obviously, to the FA Cup over in England. And I think it's just as exciting. And the atmosphere that everyone creates here is, is top notch. And Glen Torn um, have got a, an amazing tradition with the Irish Cup. And um, you can bet your bottom dollar, if the Glens reach the Irish Cup final, they will sell out their allocation and the atmosphere that that club will create on a final day will be something special. 
And for you, Adam, this season, um, Irish Cup-wise, it does give you an opportunity just to forget what's happening in the league. Yeah, that's. I think that's. Yeah, that's the plan now going forward. But we know at the same time, it's not as easy as just you know deciding now we're going to perform on Irish Cup Day. It doesn't work like that. So you know, it's about you know trying to get points on the board in the league and then carrying that into the to the the cup, which. You know, we had a good result the weekend just past there, so hopefully that gives us a bit of, bit of confidence going into it. But yeah, as you're touching on, as I know, speaking on behalf of players and as a fan as well, Irish Cup's just a special day and everyone loves it. And, um, you know, the, the way fans travel and numbers always to, to, to an away tie. So it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it is a special cup, I think. Yeah. So Saddler's Piggy Blinder Irish Cup quarterfinal action starts Friday night. and It's Lauren at home to Coleraine and... Out of all the games this weekend, I mean, you call it. It's a, it's a, it's a cracking contest, that, Pete. Coleraine have got the better of Larn in recent Irish Cup ties. I remember whenever Coleraine won the Cup, they beat Larn in the semi-final. And, of course, they, they beat them uh, more recently as well. So, a bit of a revenge mission, I think, for Larn. And they're two informed teams. Enver Park will be bouncing on Friday night. Oh, without question. And um, my hunch is Larn will beat them. I just think Larn are in a really, really good place right now. I think um, uh, up front, the likes of Marty Donnelly, David McDade are on fire. And I think home advantage is going to tell. Like, Coleraine under Owen Kearney have been absolutely magnificent this season, no doubt about it. I mean, there's talk of the treble winning side here. Yeah, well, listen, um, uh, it's possible. Um, not probable, because Linfield are in a box seat where the league's concerned, and going to Larn. On quarter-final night, it's going to be really difficult for them. I just think you've got two sides who are playing full of confidence, but home advantage will tell, in my opinion. I'm going to go Larn to win it 3-2, and um, they're going to be tough to stop in the Irish Cup this season. Daff? Yeah, you know, I'm going to agree with Biko to an extent. Um, I think, you know, Larn are in form. They're playing really good football, um, as are Coleraine, but I just think, you know, with the home advantage as well, and... The way they have been playing in recent weeks, I think Lawn will probably. I'll go three-one Lawn. All right, Adam. Yeah, it's. I think it's. Yeah, it's probably tied around, and it's a. It's a mouth-watering clash between two two really informed teams, and it's. It's going to be really interesting because it's. I think it's a clash of styles as well. You know, because Lawn have that sort of, nearly like tick attack of football, where they a lot of ball retention and passing passing and movement, whereas Coleraine's sort of more more organised and robust and direct approach probably. I think, yeah, the same stage last year, it was a brilliant match. And ultimately, I think the direct approach from Coleraine is what, what got them through because Lawrence struggled to deal with the with Owen Bradley in particular that night. And I know Lawrence probably made additions in, 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 the, in terms of Albert Watson being one that's probably brought in to try and combat that this season. So I think it's, yeah, it's going to be a really tight one. But again, I'll probably just go with home advantage and, and give it give it to, to Lawrence Bay 2-1 or 3-2. Being a Ballymena fan, you couldn't support Lauren, could you? But <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get straight to the Glens. Glens against Crusaders, and will it be revenge? Um, you can call it revenge, but you know, as I said, we're really focused on this game, and we'll take it to them. And um, of course, we've got to say we'll get the W. So um, I'm going to go two 0 for us. Fair play, now. I like your style. Yeah. I like your. Style. I do. Bigo, what do you think? I mean, it's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be some contest. The, the crews have been up and down this season? It's blockbuster. It really is. Crusaders have lost three in the bounce. Pete, they lost the League Cup final here and they lost, they were blasted out of the water by Linfield in the league. So they will have to be strong 
and I'm, I've no doubt that under Stephen Baxter they'll be back firing. But I did say at the start of this competition that Glen Torn would win the cup. Like I said, Linfield would win the league at the start of the, the league title race. So I've got to stick with the Glens, and um, I think there'll be a big crowd at the Oval. I think there'll be a real desire from both teams to get the result. It wouldn't surprise me if it goes to extra time. Um, but I'm going to go for the Glens to come out on top 2-1. And McDade, for me, one of the best players of the season, to score the winner. Adam? Yeah, another really, really close match. Um, and again, probably two teams that have maybe had, haven't had the best few weeks. Um, Crusaders in particular have sort of not been in the best form. But, you know, a team that's in bad form usually gets a reaction. And after, you know, they were obviously beat here 4-0 um, in, in the week previous, still you, you fancy them to get a reaction. And then obviously you have Glenn Torn, he's having such a brilliant season. Um, but again, I think I'm just going to go slightly with home advantage. I think it's going to be a really tight one. I, might even, I think it might even go to penalties. And Nazirio to score the winning penalty. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. Like I'll say that, mate. I'll pay you later. <laughs> Balna Mallard um, against Balamina. Um, you're obviously excited about it. It's not going to be an easy game. No, definitely not. It's, it's, I think it's a good tie for both teams. You know, I think from a Balmain perspective, you've, you've drawn the only remaining championship team, so, you know, and you've avoided the big guns, I suppose, so that's what we're looking at, but we know how tough it's going to be. And then from Balmain, or from Balmain's perspective, they're drawing a struggling Balmain team who's got a big journey to make, and they'll, they'll be licking their lips to the thought of getting us down there and having a right go at us. So, um, yeah, it's, personally, it's a really exciting tie, and, you know, I'm going to have some family and friends down there and stuff, so I'm really, really looking forward to it, and I was smiling when I heard the draw come out, so... Um, but we know how tough it's going to be, and they're obviously a team that's they're flying high in the championship. And you know, a, a team that's used to winning sort of carries that momentum into games, and and we know that that's going to be so so tough. So we're going to have to yeah bring her bring her a game, and, and hopefully it's enough on the day. Can I ask you, Adam? Um, you obviously are, are a bit of a hero at Balna Mallard. Um, uh, well, you are. Let's call a spade a spade. Harry McConkey, the manager down there, what a job he has done. Yeah, no, I've hired someone I've a lot, a lot of time for. Um, worked with him before, previously at Derby as well. Um, and uh, the man just is the most enthusiastic man about football. Um, he just lives and breathes it. And then I was delighted to see them obviously go to the final last year. I was, was here watching, but unfortunately they couldn't do it on the day. But yeah, he's done a tremendous job. And, you know, he's got them with Harry. He's got them playing the right way as well. You know, they, they play out and stuff. So it's, it's, it's credit to him. And as I was saying, I'm so so happy that that the club's going well this year and that they've they've got to this stage. Um, but yeah, Harry McConkey's top man, so we're looking forward to catching up with him on Saturday as well. Now, have score prediction for us. Um, so uh, yeah, as like he said, it's just one of those where you have got a team that's you know flying high and winning games, and then the other one, unfortunately, I mean, this year they're struggling for results. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, but I think at the end, probably the quality of Balmain will shine through, and obviously having to almost put all eggs in the, in the Irish Cup basket then I think they're going to be firing uh, on all cylinders so um, I'll probably go just 1-0 with um, Palomino For man of man Stephen Beacom let's go with is it going to be heart or is it going to be head? Listen um, uh, if Harry McConkey takes Balam Mallard to a second Irish Cup final in a row he'll get the freedom of Fermanagh he'll be able to do whatever he wants in that county but it's not going to happen and here's the reason why Pete Balamina need this more than Balna Mallard. Balna Mallard's main goal at the start of the season was to win promotion. It's still their main goal. And while I have no doubt they'll be at it 100% at Fernie Park on Saturday, I think Balamina with David Jeffrey, with the players that Balamina have, are going to be too strong for them. 
for me, it comes down to mentality on the day. If Balamina are get their heads right, they win the tie. And once you get into a semi-final, anything can happen. So I, I would also add that Balamina were incredibly unlucky in the County Antrim Shield final when Cliftonville scored in the 96th and 97th minute. If that doesn't drive the Balamina, Balamina players on to reach another final, I don't know what will. And um, I'm going to go for Balamina to win that one. You mentioned Cliftonville. We'll finish it off this week. Uh, Cliftonville travel to the Swifts on Saturday. They do, and um, Dungannon have improved recently, and Cliftonville have, have faded away in the league title race. I don't think they're totally out of it, but they need to basically win every game from here on in to become champions. I do think Cliftonville will have just that little bit too much for Dungannon, even though Dungannon play pretty well against the Reds and have got good results in the last few seasons. I just think you look at Joe Gormley, um, I'm sure he's itching to get back to another Irish Cup final. Paddy McLaughlin's done a, a really good job there, in my opinion, and I think um, uh, Cliftonville will win it maybe 3 1. Nav? Um, yeah, I think the, you know, the quality Cliftonville possess in, uh, in certain areas um, will shine for on the day. I'll probably a comfortable one for me for Cliftonville to take it. Uh, yeah, another interesting tie. I think Dungannon seemed to have turned a bit of a corner in the last month or two. With, you know, they've brought in some good players in January, with Shane McGinty's gone there. and. I think Keelan McAleer is doing really well for them there as well. So I'd say they'll fancy themselves. And obviously Cliftonville are sort of maybe not in the form they were and maybe struggling a little bit. But again, they're sort of maybe in the summer just in the Balamina where they're now seeing maybe the league slipping away a bit and the Irish Cup's their realistic chance of getting Europe. So they'll be, they'll be going down with uh, uh, a serious attitude that they're going to, this might be their most realistic avenue of European football. So it's going to be like another all eggs in the one basket sort of, sort of game. So they'll be up for it. Um, uh, going to go for a controversial one and uh, tip Dungannon to just pip them 2-1. All right, excellent. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us this week. It's been great being back. Um, so listen, enjoy your Cup football. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Good luck this weekend. And thank you very much for watching and we'll see you for the Irish Cup semi-final preview.